0: This is The First Time, Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series. Every show, we invite a group of storytellers to talk about different firsts and pick a song to go with it. This show's theme was First Step. Recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center, with music by The First Time 3, here's your host, Jen Sedini. Edward Kelsey Moore. He's the author of two novels, including The New York Times, and international bestseller, The Supremes at Earl's All-You-Can-Eat, a feature film adaptation. It's currently in post-production by Searchlight Pictures. Please warm welcome number one, Edward Kelsey Moore. About the time I reached middle age, I started asking myself, who am I? I stopped asking that question when I didn't like some of the answers. Now I'm much more interested in figuring out who made me the way I am. On a good day, that means wondering who to thank. On a bad day, that means wondering who screwed me up. I've come to believe that most of the credit and the blame for me being me goes to my great aunt, Olitha. Everyone called her auntie and she was the matriarch of my mother's family. She lived next door to us when I was a little boy. And I saw her almost every day for the first 18 years of my life. And I adored her. Auntie was a tough woman who grew up on a farm in Kentucky. Because she was born poor and black and a little girl, um, she was given almost no education. But she was really smart. And she had a knack for knowing exactly who people were. And she was also the best storyteller I have ever known. Her stories were hilariously funny and and brutally honest, and she was a master mimic. Uh, She did great imitations of my cousin Brenda's froggy voice and my father's high-pitched laugh, but I especially loved her imitation of her younger sister, Carrie. According to Auntie, Carrie started speaking with a Caribbean accent decades earlier, and told everyone that she was from a tropical island instead of the farm town in Kentucky where they all lived. Whenever auntie told stories about her sister, she would put on this high school drama class level Jamaican accent and, and begin with, Aloman. man, I am Kari, I am from the islands. I only knew Aunt Carrie through Auntie's imitations of her, because by the time I came along, Aunt Carrie had cut off the family because uh, they didn't support her Caribbean heritage. (laughs) but, But Auntie's storytelling made Aunt Carrie seem like as much a part of my family as the people I saw every single day. When I was in grade school, I started tagging along with Auntie everywhere she went. Mostly, that meant going to a lot of funerals because, like a lot of Southern black ladies of her generation, my aunt was a funeral connoisseur. She traveled all over town going to funerals for people she barely knew. She loved everything about a funeral. She loved the flowers. She loved the eulogies. She loved the sad music. And I loved seeing her so radiantly happy, surrounded by all that misery. (laughs) The only thing my aunt loved more than a well-executed funeral was issuing a scathing critique of a funeral that didn't meet her standards. (laughs) She would come home from a bad funeral with a big grin on her face, and she would call her friends and bad mouth everything about it. She would gleefully rip apart the quality of the coffin, the outfit on the deceased, the sincerity of the grieving. (laughs) Nothing, nothing escaped her eye. Mostly though, Auntie wanted emotional fireworks. It wasn't enough for mourners to just shed a few tears. Grieving had to be epic. She wanted weeping and wailing and fainting mourners had to perform. She thought that anything less showed a lack of respect. She had strict rules for funerals and she stuck with them to the very end. The last time I saw her, she imitated her little sister for me, like always, and then she told me about a terrible funeral she'd been to recently, where the dead man had worn an embarrassingly cheap suit. She said, honey, If he hadn't been dead already, he'd have looked at himself and died of shame. (laughs) When her time came, auntie's funeral was beautiful. She left detailed instructions for my mother to follow and they were followed. There were mountains of flowers. Her dress was fabulous. A soprano sang the most depressing song I had ever heard The song was all about how horrible and painful life is, but good Baptists didn't need to worry about any of that because we would soon be rewarded with death. (laughs) At the end of every verse, the soprano wailed, I made it. It was heartbreaking, but not for the reason it should have been. Auntie lived a very long life. She was adored by her family. She lived independently until the very end. She had a gorgeous funeral that she planned herself. And because of all that, the service was missing the one thing Auntie loved most. Nobody was weeping or wailing or or fainting. Everybody sat there, smiling and and thinking of all of our happy memories of her. Auntie would have hated it. I sat in the pew, listening to the soprano moaning, I made it, and I felt awful, just you know, about the unfairness of it all. Auntie was getting a sweet, lighthearted funeral after she'd planned for years for something powerful and gut-wrenching. I felt like I was watching, watching her get stood up on prom night. That thought made me cry. I cried loud, and I cried ugly. That got my mother going, and then some cousins started. It, it wasn't the kind of hysteria that would have, would have impressed Auntie, but we performed a little. Later, at the cemetery, I stood there wondering what Auntie would have thought of, of the send-off she got. She was a very religious woman, and she always told me that if I was sad or confused or just needed an answer, I should become very still and listen very closely. She said that if I did that, God would speak to me. I've never been religious, so I've never thought about that, but I tried it. I closed my eyes and I asked God if somehow, somewhere, Auntie had seen us say goodbye to her and if she'd been proud. God didn't speak to me, but something amazing happened. I opened my eyes and saw Auntie walking through the graveyard towards me. She walked right up to me and stood in front of me smiling. She wasn't a ghost, she was a real flesh and blood woman. And just as I was starting to to asked myself how this was possible. She said, Hello, man. I am your Aunt Kari. I am from the islands. Now, my conversation with Aunt Carrie ended up being very brief. She, she was only speaking to me because she thought I was my brother, who is a lawyer, and she made her living from slip and fall lawsuits, and she wanted my brother to represent her in court. When she found out I wasn't a lawyer, she turned and walked away and never said another word to me. But I felt closer to Auntie in that moment than ever before. I'd met her estranged sister, and she'd snubbed me. <laughs> it was the perfect parting gift. You know, I've thought about that gift and so many other gifts that Auntie gave me over the years. and you know. M- She was with me when I took my very first step toward becoming an author. My first short story was about a little boy going to funerals with his grandmother. (laughs) That story won a little prize and started my writing career. She's still in everything I write and in every story I tell. And to this day, in moments of sadness or, or confusion or if I just need an answer, I do what auntie told me. I become very still. And I listen very closely. I've still never heard the voice of God. But every now and then, I could swear, I hear Auntie whisper, allo, man. <laughs> Thank you. Shore. I'll fly away I'll fly away Oh glory I'll fly away In the morning When I die Hallelujah by and by I'll fly away When the shadows Of this life is gone away in the morning. a few more weary days The First Time is hosted by Jen Sedini, with production by Bobby Evers, Andy Visoyan, Noah Janes, and Executive Director Julie Miller. The podcast is edited by Andy Visoyan, with songs performed by The First Time Three. You can find this and other Chirp podcasts and interviews at chirpradio.org podcasts.